Hello, everyone. My name is Dean Ozen, and this is the CCA podcast, Where Are They Now? First off, thanks for tuning in and supporting the CCPA as we turn 25 years old and bring you this new podcast, where we'll be interviewing past graduates and alumni of the Canadian College of Performing Arts. We'll be hearing about their experiences at the college and how it's helped them in their careers, wherever it's taken them. And I'm your host, Dean Ozen, and I graduated CCPA in the early years back in 2002. I'm currently working on cruise ships as an assistant cruise director, where I'm a performer and leader in the entertainment department on board Luxury Cruise Lines. All right, well, let's get down to business. I'm excited for our very first episode, and we have our very first CCPA grad, the one and only Mr. Vincent Tong. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm awesome, man. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on and being our very first CCPA alumni. Wow. Um, first yeah. one. First one. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> doing some interviews with CCPA grads and finding out a bit about what happened since the school and yeah tell me where, where do you live in right now i think vancouver right yeah i'm in vancouver bc it's gorgeous it's beautiful it's rainy now you know it's the vancouver winter of eight months well it's better it's than calgary and saskatchewan where a lot of our friends are from right now even on truth and all that stuff so yes that is very true and yes, uh, we always talk about the weather always yeah, talk of course about what are you oh, doing yeah. down there now you working kind of, or yeah yeah i'm working it's uh, it's kind of crazy, you know, at the moment when this podcast is being recorded, you know, the WGA just finally, you know, hopefully they have a good uh, um, agreement that they're going to sign off on. So that strike hopefully will be done soon. And then SAG strike, you know, it's it's kind of a crazy time in our industry right now. And, um, you know, coming at the end of uh, lockdowns and COVID theater has, you know, it's I feel like kind of slowly coming back. So, yeah, I feel like we're in a bit of a crazy time in our history. So working, yes. Could it be busier? Of course. Oh yeah. So where where did you sort of uh, end up gravitating towards when you graduated CCPA, or more on the performing side of things? Or are you into uh, production side or everything and all everything all about all the above? <clears throat> yeah. Um. For me, I came to CCPA because it was the only school that focused on all three aspects of acting, singing, and dancing, kind of equally. So it was something that I really gravitated to because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wanted to do musicals as a short Asian dude, really lots of opportunities. So yeah, kind of crazy, kind of a, you know, it was a dream of mine to do musicals and I'm going to date myself, but I graduated CCPA in the year of 2001. Oh, you were right before me. Yeah. Like a long time ago. So um, I did. Yeah, they had a second year, but I was uh, I was kind of ready to go after the first year. And it was really cool because uh, Janice and Jacques LeMay, who were running the program at the time, they came in and they had a lot of connections with uh, different theater companies around the country. And they brought in Danny Austin to come audition uh, the school for their Charlottetown Young Company. Yeah. So the Charlottetown Festival has a young company that they perform the show outside, uh, I think like once a day, maybe twice a day, I forget now. But um, they auditioned us and I was lucky enough to get uh, one of the parts. And I kind of shipped off to Charlottetown right after I graduated, which was a huge blessing. Yeah, that's really great. Cool. Yeah. 
And uh, from then it was sort of, you know, I felt like I was living the dream. And I think this is the thing with, with guys in theater. We have a lot more opportunity in terms of just like the, the sheer number of guys that first of all do theater yeah. is a lot less than, 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 uh, well, and I think when you have the training that we do where you're a triple threat, so to speak from the CCPA, mm -hmm. I don't know what your background was. Uh, if you're more of an actor, singer, dancer, I, I know it came as a dancer, but I right. understand what you're saying. Cause yeah, definitely male males who can dance and sing is quite a rare. Yeah, back in those totally. Exactly. And, um, so yeah, I feel like in, in, in CCPA, I was given some nice parts and in their shows and then I got Charlottetown right away. So I felt like I was just kind of like sailing, you know? And then at that time, uh, you know, they gave us workshops and, and I got to meet different actors and directors and music directors. And then they, I actually got to go to Halifax to audition for The Lion King. Uh, Stephanie Gorn was doing a tour across Canada to audition for Lion King. And then I got a call back for Simba. I mean, I was just sailing, you know, things were going, you know, that's amazing. That's my favorite all gold, movie. all gold. Uh, it's a golden brick road ahead. Yeah. And then it Bruce Dean from the talent house to say, like, I want to represent you. I was like, holy cow, come to Toronto. I'll get you work. I know how much they make in Lion King. I'll, I'll set you up. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is amazing. I go in for my Lion King callback, take the shirt off. I'm so skinny. Like, definitely will not be Simba. But I didn't know that because I was so deluded with with my my innocent uh, naivete. Yeah. So um, I just went in there and they're like, thank you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, do you want me to do scenes or anything? They're like, oh, no, that's great. Thank you so much. Oh, I was like, wow. Ouch. Oh, uh, <laughs> How about puppet stuff? You want me to do puppet stuff? I'm like, oh, well, let me let me go ask. I'm like, oh, thank God I asked. <laughs> and then they come back up. They're like, no, that's that's it. Great, thank you so much. And I was like, holy shit. Oh man. So that was like the first big blow of what the industry reality is. Yes, absolutely. You know, it was a great wake up call to have. I was absolutely devastated. It was gut-wrenching and like my heart sunk i was like wandering around the danforth i didn't really know toronto that well and i just didn't know where to go who to talk to and uh so yeah it started there really as like my yeah. professional quote unquote kind of yeah career. no i feel you for sure i had the same experience with disney actually back I oh yeah working for disney, disney. they always yeah, do I ended up working for disney for the last six years but way back when i graduated i had the same thing uh, i think it was an audition for tokyo disneyland and I came nice. in and I was the shortest and I saw all these there. I guess they were looking for princes, which is, <laughs> you know, tall buff princes. And Brother, I'm there with that. you, man. And I was in the front row, like dancing rings around all these guys. And then they weren't even looking at me. And I kind of, I could have just yeah, like, yeah. taken all my clothes off and they wouldn't even know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Jeez. we catch you there. Well, that's crazy. So I think one of my next questions was, you know, what kind of, what was one of the biggest lessons you brought with you through CCPA? To, you know, throughout your career, obviously stopping at that point where you, you know, you've had that bit of a blow there, you know, is there anything, I know for me, I learned a lot of challenge, overcoming challenges at CCPA. So I'm sure it's very similar. Mm -hmm. to yeah. Uh, we had a, a, a teacher named Peggy Redmond. I'm not sure if you worked with her, oh. team, but uh, she, she was, she brought a lot of heart to, to our classes and, and she basically like broke me down 
the very first time I saw her. You know, I, you know, you, you asked me what I, what did I train in before I came to CCPA? Yeah. And I didn't really. I was like, I called myself a very, a great bullshitter. And I think I still there am. You, <laughs> you know, I just, I yeah, really can fake it. <laughs> and uh, she saw through that. And she really wanted to find out who I was and who, how I performed and how I could see things instead of just putting a mask on and making something really shiny or maybe really funny, but didn't have much depth or heart connected to it. And um, so that was a beautiful lesson to learn right away as well, just to find out who I was. And I never knew who I was. I never knew who, what kind of performer I was and, and how to dig that deep. And I'm still searching for that. Yeah. Um, you know, like but with exploration help. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and for someone to, to guide you. And I think that's a great thing about school is that there are people that are veterans of the craft who have gone through that experience and know how to get that out of you if they're good. And yeah. she definitely yeah. got that out in me in asking me the right questions and being patient with and understanding that she's seen that the bullshit, she's seen that kind of like mask yeah. and, and, and to go deeper is the more interesting path to go. Yeah. No kidding. So you're, yeah. I guess, you know, talking about some of the teachers there and I guess yeah. the overall experience with CCPA, I know for me, it was one of the most life-changing experiences I had definitely. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of challenges, but overcoming the challenges were incredible. It really set me up for you know, a career. And it sounds like that was kind of the same with you. But what was your overall experience with CCPA when you went? And yeah, I mean, I'm so curious, I would love to come over and, and check you guys out because I know it's just changed so much. I mean, gosh, yeah. 25 year anniversary. That's, it's brilliant. It's amazing. But it's been a while since I've been there. Uh, but for me, it really was exactly what I wanted. I wanted that triple threat training. Uh, and the teachers that they had were working professionals that were in the business. And that's something that I appreciated. You know, there are other schools that just bring in teachers that are good teachers, but I, I, I really, for me personally, I just enjoy it when the person that's teaching me is an actual working, it, it is the person actually working in their field, you know, yes, exactly. or done it professionally. It kind of gives them that notoriety as well as that experience, that, that actual hands-on experience. Yeah. So yeah, I learned a lot of that. And I also got to do a, a sort of like a year end project with uh, Conrad Pluta. I don't know if he, he's still around doing stuff, but um, Oh, I've heard that name before. I don't, yeah, I don't so know he, our year, but he, uh, I definitely heard the name. Yeah, he was a, an amazing music musician, piano uh, pianist for us as well as like a ranger. And he had a bunch of audio equipment which I asked him, I'm like, would you be willing to work on this year in project with me? And it's something I've always wanted to do. And it was to produce a voiceover demo reel for animation. So he was like, sure. Yeah, man. He was so generous. So, so, so supportive. And I wrote the script and he and I did this four minute demo way too long. No one's going to listen to more than a few seconds. Okay. Um, but I wrote this whole thing called fridge freaks. And it was about all the, the food in the fridge kind of fighting to, to get out <laughs> of the fridge thing. and escape. And then later on, like, I don't know how many years later, 15 years later, I do a, a movie uh, called sausage party that um, oh, Seth wow, Rogen wow. and Evan Goldberg and those guys wrote. And it was kind of like, you know, a little ironic. And, um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it was something that I always wanted to do. And that was the thing that I loved about the school as well, that they, they nurtured that creativity. 
you know, even if they didn't have that as a part of the curriculum, they're like, how can we help you? How can we support this? Can we get you in touch with somebody? Can we help you in this manner or whatnot? So yeah, I thought it was really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, voiceover animation, that stuff is such a big, big thing, you know, and working with Disney, it's, it's huge. I know a lot of people that I worked with that were also on the yeah. side doing stuff. And we talked about creativity. And, and I think that was the biggest thing I learned as well was learning to create stuff on your own and, and believe yeah. in your own creativity and not, you know, having that cookie cutter sort of, you know, outlook of what it was 20 years ago. And that's, mm -hmm. of course, things are changing. And now with, with animation, I know Disney just opened up studios in Vancouver and yeah. always looking for animation artists and I don't know, that's right. over and stuff, but there's so much opportunity in that, in that scope there. Um, I guess the final question I had for you was, you know, a lot of, you know, grad or uh, students that are going to CCP right now might be listening to this or who knows, but what's one piece of advice you can give to a CCPA student or another art student anywhere out there of, you know, going to college and kind of. Yeah. Um, arts. I know you said it's a very weird time right now with things, but. Yeah, it is a bit of a strange time. I mean, there's so many things, so, so many things. Um, but yeah, as I was, you know, that, that question, as well as the question that you had asked in, in the email of like something that, that really it, uh, just kind of changed my perspective was uh, when I was doing uh, this, um, the Mervishes in Toronto did the show called The Lord of the Rings, the musical, a huge, huge show. It was like the most expensive musical put on in the world at the time. And I was very, very blessed to be a part of it. I mean, the audition story was, is a crazy one yeah. by itself. But, and the show, my gosh, we have like so many horror stories. It was like we went to battle with our fellow hobbits oh, okay. <laughs> and, and Gondorians and elves. Yeah. But anyway, it was an excruciatingly exhausting show because we were just worked to the bone, literally in some cases. And um, the theater, our CTA doesn't account really for overtime because no Canadian theater could really afford to pay overtime. But these guys were like big producers from yeah. the West End. So they were like, yes, won't overtime. Yes, yes, 12 hour days, that's fine. So they just kept working us and working us. And our, our feet, our legs were broken. Like things were just, I was exhausted. Yeah. And there was this one scene in Brie where I just, he's like, I'm noticing that it was a Peter Darling, the choreographer, he won like, uh, I think the Tony, for Matilda and he's yeah. worked with Matthew Workus a bunch of times and he was just like the John Gray the the stage manager came over and said Vincent he's a really sweet guy say I uh, are you okay I'm like yeah I'm okay I'm I'm really sore exhausted what, what's yeah. up he's like well uh, Peter's just noticing you're 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 carrying the benches off a little earlier than everybody else I'm like what it's like yeah I just wanted to make sure you're okay I'm like yeah I'm fine I'm like in my mind I'm like why, why doesn't he ask me? It's a, these are heavy, heavy benches we're carrying when like the, the dark rider comes in and we're like, kind of like tossing these like benches around when Frodo was kind of like about to slip on the ring. And, um, and yeah, I was exhausted and I've been doing this for the past three months. Our rehearsals was six months. It was crazy. Oh but I'm like, so, so I was like, why, why didn't he tell me this early? I was kind of putting the blame on, on him. Like, why didn't you speak to me earlier? Why didn't, you know, I've been doing this for so long. So I went to talk to him and I said, you know, what's up? And he's like, I've just noticed you've been taking the benches off earlier, but everyone else is still on lingering and, and just wanted to know, like, I know you can do better than this. And I was just like really upset at him. And it was a small thing, but at, 
after I got over myself, I did it. I just was like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to hold the bench higher over my head, spin it around a bit longer, stay on stage for a bit longer. It was such a small thing, but he, and I didn't even think that he would notice, but he came up to me a week later. I was like, thank you so much. I've been noticing a huge difference. And, and it was just that little thing showed me that someone's always watching. Right. Right. Always. And you're either cheating yourself or the company or the show, if you're not putting a hundred percent into it. And I guess for me, it was like, I was trying to preserve myself for maybe the rest of the show, but you know, look, I could do it. It was a small in tiny, tiny insignificant moment Mm -hmm. within the breadth of work that we had to do with the show, how physical the show was. But in that moment, he was just like, no, just, it's a part of the show. It's part of the picture that you're painting. And with you leaving, it's kind of missing a little piece. So, so yeah, just that, that kind of thing to keep accountable to yourself. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that too. And I sometimes will do a performance and think nothing of it. And somebody comes up and says something that I had no idea. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah. All right. You were, you were noticing that or you're watching that. So, yeah. So. Someone's always watching it. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks uh, for sharing all of your wisdom and insights and best <laughs> of luck to you going forward. And thanks again for coming up. Hopefully we'll see you around here. We have a, a big dinner. I'm not sure if you're coming to the dinner. I think it's next week. October okay. Well, and oh, wow, that would be cool. 2023, as for this recording, uh, we're having a bit of a reunion dinner with some of the grads and stuff. But oh, anyway, wonderful. There'll be some events throughout the year, so hopefully maybe we'll see you around. Hope so. Thanks so much, Gene. Thanks for having me. Hey, anytime. Thanks, Vincent, and thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next time.